When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, you're listening to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. And during today's show, we gave out hourly winning words for our 10K a day giveaway. Hopefully you heard them and you entered. Remember to keep listening every day, every hour for your chance to hear the hours winning word. Just remember, you have to enter before 1 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for listening. Good luck. And you get that cash. You get those bands. You get that Skrilla. You get that. Give me the loot. Give me the loot. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. We're giving away $10,000 a day on the 10K a day giveaway here on KJM. KJM, 10K a day giveaway. We've given away $92,500 so far. This is our 10th day. We're doing it through the end of the show, December 7th. Every hour, someone's going to win $2,500. You're going to hear the winning word of the hour at 10 after the hour, every hour here on KJM, and you text it to 77000, and you're entered for your chance to win 2500 We are doing our Thanksgiving Day food draft because I was the champion of last year's draft, according to me. I've been punished by the producers and uh, forced to go last. Nobody forced you to take the gravy and the stuff. I, I'm winning. You guys don't see it yet, but I'm winning. I'm winning. And not only that, I'm looking up different turkey preparations, and I got a good you're one like that a, has not been that, taken. You're like a bad general manager that was just given the job because you knew somebody. Okay, the staff went first, and they stupidly took just a traditional turkey because all different kinds of preparations of turkeys are available to us. You would never use the first overall pick on a traditional turkey because you, you could just out of your mind, anytime. Max? Well, never. No, 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 no. That, that, a, a traditional turkey is basically – the Trevor Lawrence of first round picks. Right. And how that's turned out so safe, far. Safe. So, safe. We're not so, no one's gonna get mad at us. No, but you guys are misunderstanding you, the strategy of a draft. If there's if there's a lot, if there's well, surplus at a position, you don't draft it's like a running back. You don't draft no, it's it worse. not surplus well, at a position. There is to be fair, Max, he, we didn't they, know they everyone took, was gonna draft. I can't explain okay, I don't have time to explain this to the Trevor Lawrence, which was nice and safe. Jay took more of a you know, deep fry Cam Newton sort of deal. They you know, took. They took. They took. And I Emmett. took more of a Patrick Mahomes, very no. smoky. It has a lot of flavor to him. You, on the other hand, we have you the took all, some damn great. Okay, so Jay took deep fried turkey. That should have been the number one pick. Uh, he took smoked turkey. Now, since there are a million different turkeys available, I took gravy and stuffing. Now, no one can have gravy or stuffing at Thanksgiving. Only me. Uh, except that Key then cheated and took Cajun-style cornbread stuffing, which is a kind of stuffing. Put a but okay, twist on it. But okay, had I known you could do that, I would have taken mac and cheese. It I ain't my fault. Your scouting department Jay, didn't yeah, that's recognize true. That's true. You're right. that you're there's right. other stuffings <laughs> in the world. Yep. Yep. Key, that, that's right. That Key, little, I can't that's argue a, that. That's a hustler's technique they got, right there. No, no, Key. Key, Key got a better analytics department than me. <laughs> Jay, Jay then took collard greens. Jay's killing the game. Fried turkey and hey, collard man. greens. We're over here trying and, to create a And the staff took mac and cheese, which is I can't believe was available. Style, with the eighth pick, Southern style mac and cheese at that. Oh, Southern know. style. Yeah, throw a little sprinkle no, on the top. No, you guys didn't. Nope, nope, nope. nope. Key, Key didn't specify Key asked, that. Key asked if it was Chrissy Teigen. Nope. We have to specify. We have to specify. We have to specify. 
Not I looked Chrissy it up, Teagans. by the way. I looked up Chrissy Teigen's Anybody uh, got mac Paula Patton's fried chicken? Doesn't look Anybody like the best. Gonna no nope. way. All right. Jose, <laughs> let's on. move along. Meantime, we're asking you guys to tell us your most hated sports <laughs> villain. Dr. Pepper, call on line 888-ESPN-729-3776. Daniel in West Virginia, who is your sports villain and why? My sports villain is Bernard Pollard because he was the Patriots killer for four different years. He altered some of our star players. Make contact with 38. Oh, someone's uh, dispatch. Where, where are you right now? Where are you? Are you in? The, like are you driving? Pulled over. So yeah, where, where is he driving to? I, I'm pulled over. I'm, I'm, I might be on the clock at work. Uh, that might be my radio going off, but they weren't talking to me right now. Oh, I love it. Calling us on the job. That's what it's about. That's All right. right. I hope there are Bernard kids listening. Pollard, huh? Bernard Pollard, huh? Cut school to call us. Oh, no, there's no school today. No school today. All right. Bernard Pollard, yeah, listen. Listen, if you've got a hard-hitting safety that plays against your team, I could see where they'd be a, a, a I could feel that. that. This is what I love about that. You, you can tell it's personal, though. What, I, I got, why is he your villain, though? Why? Well, in 2008, you know, you remember he took out Brady's knee, hit from behind. It's not that it was a totally dirty hit. It was just unfortunate. Uh, he hit Ridley in the head on a helmet-to-helmet hit, which was legal at the time and caused him to fumble when we were driving to tie the game in the championship game that we ended up losing. He hurt Gronk's ankle the game before the Super Bowl against the Giants, which we lost that one, and Gronk went in full health. And then uh, another year in the playoffs uh, when he was with the Texans, Welker was cutting away from him and ended up tearing his ACL, so we didn't we didn't make it to that Super Bowl in that year either. Yeah, those are some good reasons. Yeah, I'm, glad, I'm glad I wasn't around him. By the way, I figured out my sports feeling, guys. Listen, I figured out my sports feeling. It's very obvious when it was right in front of my face. James Dolan. That's my sports feeling. Right here in your own backyard? Yep, that's my sports feeling. You can't wait to any anytime there's a Knicks subject, you always bring it right back I'll, to Jim Dolan. Uh, by the way, this is my last year of my forties. I'll be fifty in August, right next August. I've I have not been alive for a Knicks championship. You guys are playing great basketball right now. Oh yeah, I loan you one, Max. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Ah. Uh, uh. We've been talking a lot about the Chiefs guys being the class of the AFC, especially over the past few weeks. But also a lot of talk about teams like the Bills to start the season, especially in preseason. The Dolphins as the season's worn on. The Ravens kind of flying under the radar. They were my preseason Super Bowl pick. But along those lines, are we sleeping on the Bengals in the AFC and also staying in the AFC, the Titans, right? So AFC, you think Chiefs and then preseason Bills and then since then Dolphins. Ravens get some buzz because Lamar's in the contract year and everything, or didn't sign the, you know, didn't work out a new deal. They're the Bengals and the Titans. Look at these odds. Buffalo is still plus two hundred for some reason. Ahead of Kansas I, I, City, I, plus I just couldn't do that but laugh. That's ridiculous. But anyway, bike. I suppose front to back they have a better team, but they don't have Patrick Mahomes. Baltimore's at plus six hundred. Miami's at plus eight fifty. Cincinnati and Tennessee are the next two, plus thirteen and plus fourteen hundred. Of those two teams, Key, I think I know the answer to this because one of them plays in the Keyshawn Johnson, Bill Parcells, old football head style. Which do you like better, the Titans? Who do you have more faith in to make it out of the conference, Titans or Bengals? Titans who run the ball, play defense, or the Bengals with their hot shot, high-flying passing offense, Key? Who do you like more? I I like Tennessee more. I like (laughs) Brable. I like Tennessee. I like uh, three yards in a cloud of dust and play defense. I like – being able to travel, 
uh, uh, against the Eagles and the Jags and the Chargers and the Texans and the Cowboys and the Jaguars over the next several weeks in the National Football League and taking that style with you, going to Philadelphia on the road, going to Los Angeles on the road, going to Jacksonville on the road. I like that for them. They gave the, they gave the Kansas City Chiefs all they could handle earlier in the year with Malik Willis at quarterback. So when you look at that, I'm sitting there saying, okay, they could do some stuff. Where, as the Cincinnati Bengals, I know they got the quarterback with the mink coat and the chain, and he walks sure in do. with the glasses, and he's cool as a cucumber, and all. Oh, I get that. National champion. But last year was last year. This year is this year. And I understand that they're sitting at 6-4 and four and they're one game behind the Ravens. But in all honesty, the teams that they've lost to, they lost to them in a, in a way that you sit back and you go, okay, this is not a top-notch team. They, they allowed certain things to happen in their quarterback, getting sacked a lot. Now, all of a sudden, Jamar chases out of the lineup. They look like a different offense. And I know they beat Pittsburgh last week, but it's the Pittsburgh City. Pittsburgh's not going anywhere. And so I'm not all gung-ho, you know, and I go back to last year. Yes, they made it to the Super Bowl. But if the Raiders would have got the right calls from the referees, I don't necessarily know. And if Ryan Tannehill doesn't decide to give the football away, they don't even get a chance to see Kansas City. And I give them credit for all that. But this year's different. Jay, I, I hear what Key is saying, and it's predictable, the running back team. like I, That's Key, or as mentioned, Parcells, a certain style of football brain that's going to just prefer that because mm-hmm. you're suspicious of the high. Look, Bill Parcells was suspicious of San Francisco back in the day when Bill Walsh had you know the West Coast offense, the whole thing. I would say this, though. When they get Mixon and Jamar Chase and everybody healthy, it's not that I think the Bengals are the best. It's that they have the ultimate puncher's chance in any game, right? Like, that's the team other than the – they're kind of like a baby Chiefs. They got, they got like, this offense that, if they're right, is almost impossible to stop, and I would hate to have them as a, to draw them in the playoffs if I was in the AFC. So I got to say the Bengals, man. They, I don't believe in the, in, the, in the Titans quarterback the same way. I mean, down the stretch, if you're forcing me to choose between the Bengals and the Titans, I'm going to take the Bengals because I trust Joe Burrow to get the job done when it matters the most. Yeah. And ever since he came out when they were 0-2 and said, hey, everybody, just, just relax for a little bit. It reminded you a little bit of Aaron Rodgers when he did it back in the day, right? Then but more likable. On that magical run. <laughs> yeah. They won six of eight games since then. Like, low-key yeah. Joe Burrow's putting up a terrific season. He's second in yards. He's third in touchdowns with a completion percentage of just under 70%, 69.1, man. So, and he's been playing without Jamar Chase makes a big difference. And Mixon, when he comes back off the concussion, yep. Jamar Chase coming back to practice this week. Granted, they have the hardest remaining schedule, low-key. But in a shootout, I don't want to see those dudes. Nah, man. I don't want to see those dudes. No, you think about the Vikings, but now make Kirk Cousins Joe Burrow, right? Like, oh, they have Justin Jefferson. He has Jamar Chase. And he's got Higgins. And he's got Boyd. And he's got Mixon. They got that good tight end, too. What's his name? Uh tight end's name is escaping me, but he can play. Uh, that came over from Detroit, right? Um, <coughs> drawing a blank. But, yeah, I mean, they have the whole complete team. It's Keyshawn J. Willemax coming to you live from the Seaport, brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. And now, guys, 10 after the hour, it's time for the winning word. KJ and Max, 10K giveaway. Who wants this 2500 we're giving away 10 G's a day every hour, $2,500. When you hear the winning word, text it to 777 Text the word I'm about to say to 777 000. You're 
Enter for your chance to win. We're going to do it every every weekday from now until the end of the show, December 7th. No purchase necessary. Ends December 7th, 2022. See complete official rules at ESPNRadio.com slash contest. And the winning word of the hour. What was it last hour, guys? What was it last hour? It was uh, Brick, B-R-I-C-K, in honor of Ben Simmons' time in Philly yesterday, last night. And this word, this hour, (laughs) the winning word is... The winning word is turkey. T-U-R-K-E-Y. Turkey. Text turkey to 777 You might win 2500 bucks. Smoked turkey. Deep fried turkey. Grilled turkey is you keep no, talking No, I about. got a turkey that I'm going to draft that you guys aren't even thinking about. That's okay. Right. Have you ever had a grilled turkey? Grilled turkey for Thanksgiving? I, I've never had a grilled turkey I don't think I at have all that. for anything. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had a grilled turkey. But they're, they're I'm not taking do. grilled turkey. I've got another turkey for you. No, people do grilled turkeys, but, you know, hey, man. Rounds Max three and four of the palette. KJM Thanksgiving food draft is coming up. The KJM staff is on the clock. That's next. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. We're presented by Progressive. Progressive Insurance, of course. We're asking you to call into the Dr. Pepper call-in line with your most hated sports villain. (laughs) There he goes again. Look, he did it again, Gates. 
The boy did again. Oh, this dude really right. does Tevin Campbell. Cool he starts King, on the That's unbelievable. Again. You always do that. You have a Pavlovian on, response. Man. Every time. Some R&B Dude. come on. Mm. Yeah, it's, that's so true. Eyes get all squinty, sitting man, up. Man, will y'all stop? <laughs> Yo, I'll say you, this. You, 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 yeah. And why you back to stop like a Every time like a girl, R&B eyes, comes man. on, he puts on chapstick. chapstick. Extra glossy, though. Just extra shiny. Man, stop, man. It's kale. Relax. Kale yep. chapstick. Key, you know how you say labbing? Jay, kills, Jay, kills. Jay stays labbing everybody that way. I'm telling you, he's he's shooting 100% from the field. It's man. unreal. I looked up. I'm like, what's Jay talking about? Oh, there he is. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> as soon as the R&B comes on, the chapstick. LL Cool Key, man. No, it just Ooh, happens cool to flow that way. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that then I got Yates. And Yates is, is labbing my eyes and stuff. Talking about I got I the tight you, eyes. And... I see what's going on. Smolders, what they call it in, the, in the business. Smolders. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Key, give him the look. Give him the look. Stop, man. <laughs> and there goes the hand right on Key. <laughs> look. Um, you got Max. So who's your number one sports villain, Adam, in Tampa? Who's your sports villain and why? Uh-oh. What's going on, fellas? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Adam. Yeah. Um, number, one sports, number one sports villain, I'm going to be honest with you, was Bernard Hopkins. Hmm. Uh, Bernard Hopkins, I'm a big Felix Trinidad fan. And uh, I remember back in uh, September 29, 2001, uh, when Felix Trinidad faced Bernard Hopkins, I mean, he absolutely got destroyed, punished. And that just shattered everything. After moving up in weight, facing uh, William Joppy. And then faced, uh, taking a fight against Bernard after that. I mean, the press conferences were personal. Everything was personal. He even took the Puerto Rican flag and threw it on the ground. That's and, what uh, happened. He yeah. threw the Puerto Rican flag on the ground. He had to get out of there, boy. He ran out of there and apologized for it after, by the way. But I remember that, too. Like, Felix Trinidad, guys, uh, Jay knows this, but Key, um, at the time, was destroying everybody. Destroying them. Welterweight. Junior middle, moves up to middleweight, destroying guys. Same dudes that Hopkins was going the distance with or kind of just beating. Trinidad was steamrolling, right? Because, Key, you know how it is in football, too. You know, greatest show on turf. Oh, my God, the the high-flying offense always gets the press. Bernard was just like the well-rounded team who could run the ball, do all that stuff. So they face each other. But before the fight, Nazim Richardson, right? Brother Nazim was in the – locker room in the dressing room watching Trinidad's hands get wrapped and he's like uh uh-uh. nope I want you to rewrap the hands he didn't like the way they were wrapping the hands so they rewrap the hands and Trinidad goes out now with the wraps the way Nazim wanted them right he just didn't he thought there was some funny business something and Trinidad's punches didn't have the same effect and Bernard Hopkins boxed his ears off, broke him down, and stopped him. And I remember being ringside for that fight. There was some dude ringside who was, I think, was from, from uh, England, and he was like a big Trinidad guy you could see. And I, we had to give our scores in, right? For I guess I was at ESPN at the time. We had to give our scores every round. I was doing the scoring for ESPN. I think it was ESPN. At, yeah, it must have been ESPN at the time. And every <laughs> round, I'm giving it to Hopkins. And he's like, oh, Trinidad won that round. I'm like, come on, man. He's... Re- and then slowly he's breaking him down, and he's like, oh, I was like, this is a lopsided fight. My commentary is like, he's, he, no, it's not, it's close. I'm like, come on. And then eventually, of course, he knocks him out because he just took him to school. Mm. That was a, but, yeah, if you're, and if you're Puerto Rican or, or was a Trinidad fan, you hate Hopkins. Let's get back to the Thanksgiving food draft, guys. KJM staff's on the clock. They've already drafted 
turkey and mac and cheese. Who are you taking with your third pick, Staff? This one's easy. Mm-hmm. Pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie, no matter what. <laughs> Pumpkin pie. Right uh, you know, not even pie. It's good, but it, there's a better is version a of that. Desserts off pumpkin the board, pie so is, a, is a little substitute for something else. It's exactly, a, it's an okay, key. Exactly. It's an okay <laughs> pick for those that like pumpkin pie. Yes. I think when you look at it across the board, you're not going to get an overwhelming support in this city about pumpkin pie. Right. But, hey, they decided to take pumpkin they pie with pumpkin their third pie. pick. Happy to them. It's a traditional pocket passer key. We were okay. o- I was overwritten on this pick, but <laughs> yes. something told me. Something told me. Yates, By the way, you're once all again, on the same team. This this you're staff, the these team. staff picks are team, so man. bad. They take they they're drafting first. They take turkey when they can take any style preparation turkey. They take traditional turkey. Then you could have any kind of pie. Pumpkin pie is not even the right one, but okay, it's good. It's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with turkey and pumpkin pie. It's fine. No, they're taking they're a lot taking of draft the, value. They're, they're for those taking picks. the nice defensive yeah. end mm-hmm. that's not going to cause any problems. Right. He's not going to get into trouble. Yeah. He's going to come off the ball. Family He's gonna be first man, one in, last one out. Not He's the most guy. athletic guy not off the, the edge, most athletic right? Guy, but he, but he, he plays a gap gap discipline guy. He, yep. He, yep. He's going to do everything in his responsibilities, <laughs> and he's going to play ten years, eleven years in the NFL, that's and right. that's what they took. Make two Pro Bowls. Yeah, yes, and that's yep. what they took. No All Pros, two Pro Bowls. Pumpkin pie fits the scheme. It's the scheme. <laughs> Jay, your turn. That's the line it's of the week. The <laughs> All right. Third pick in the KJM Thanksgiving draft. Mm-hmm. I select the uh, the buttermilk corny cornbread. Mm. Mm. Okay. Jay's yeah. putting together a little soul food Thanksgiving over here that's not to be believed. Why are you making that face, Keith? You've never had the, the, the corn... In the cornbread, the buttermilk style? I, no, no, I have. I just think that this pick for you right now on the cornbread is a little off where you probably needed to go to fill your roster up, but it's your selection. Okay. It's your pick. All right. It's something that you decide to do. I, If I'm going to select that, I trade back. I get some picks. I don't select that because you could have selected honey. You could have selected Hawaiian rolls. Don't give them all the way no, well, I'm saying you could have selected a, a some sort of roll. You could have selected like a skillet it. cornbread. There's so how many, many different... how many rounds are we doing? We need to know this. Six. This will affect. We're, six We're doing six, six rounds. Okay. Yeah, you six guys rounds. added. You guys added two more rounds. Four rounds. You did break, four so. things on your Thanksgiving. Yeah, but we had clock. six. We're good. Yeah, six. Next was six. Yeah. Key, yeah. you're on the clock. All right. As I look to make a move, and everybody step back and look. I took a, a smoked turkey with my first pick. My second pick, I took a Cajun stuffing. And now with my third pick in this year's KJM draft, I select honey-baked ham. Ah, that was my pick. Honey-baked honey baked ham. ham is one of the Grab best. my pick. It is one of the best uh, meats that is on display for turkey. I mean, for Thanksgiving, Christmas, you name it. And not only that, you can, when it's, when it's over with, on Friday, what do you want to do? You want to sandwich it up or you just want to go leftover ham? You can't. Then on Saturday, if you want to sandwich it up, you can slice it and sandwich it up. On Sunday, you can do the same thing. On Monday, you want to give it to your husband to take to work, you can do that as well. I like this pick for Keyshawn Johnson. I do, too. It's, it's a, a good big pick. A lot of value. Pick. A lot of value. Big time yeah. pick. A lot of value with it's the 11th. Up it was, no, no, Honey Baked pick. 10. I was going to be my choice. I thought it was going to be left there, and I was going to uh, pull a little more. Yeah, money. woo! So what do you got, Max? 
I'm taking candy jams. Doing it. That's it with 12. That's a good pick. And 13, the 13th overall pick. I have that one too. Ooh, Honey Bank. I was sure it was going to be there. I still don't have to take the turkey though, because you turkeys, <laughs> it's just going to be sitting there for me. Take the drive turkey. It's going to sit. It's going to be sitting there for me. The turkey. I don't need to take Ugh. it. So you I know get, what I'm going to take? Hungry, I got man. what? What I got? I got. I got uh, gravy stuffing, uh, candied yams. I'm taking mashed potato. Vegan? I'm taking mashed potatoes. <laughs> taking mashed potatoes. What are you vegan? <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yep, mashed potatoes. Nothing wrong with that, Max. <laughs> I got two more picks. All right, good. All right. All right, who's up? You up. Oh, Emma? Okay. With my fourth selection in the fourth round, I'm going to take green beans, French green beans. French. French green beans (laughs) with shallots. Shallots. And mushrooms. That's what I'm taking. Okay, good. Good, nice picky. I gotta have a green vegetable. I, I the guess, collard greens why? are gone. Why? I don't want. Why broccoli. do you need a green vegetable? Why? You gotta have a green veggie for what? I already. I, you just have to have one. No, you don't. Yes. yes absolutely. Like a, you you just drafted a fullback. You actually don't need one anymore. You I just, drafted a fullback. Are you crazy? You only was, think you need that one. Was a pick. Yeah. Shallots. French green greens with the shallots. Ooh, an aristocrat over here. The yeah. Shallots. <laughs> You know it sounds good. I'm going to go with the creamy mashed potatoes. I already took mashed potatoes. Creamy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. You stop it. What are you talking about? You can't can't too. No. uh, What, do you think there's no dairy in my mashed potatoes, Jay? I don't know, but I would trust that my mashed potatoes would be very different than your mashed potatoes. uh, Mashed potatoes are off the board, No, but you can't take the mashed potatoes and mashed potatoes. Yeah, come on. You can't creamy, take a mashed creamy potato. Mashed. Come on. There's only little, certain things. That's over the line. Like when you, when you Wait, do he Thanksgiving. He did the same exact thing. He just no, added a little, no, it's to not. Stuffing. It's a little Jay, different. If creamy you're not mashed potatoes. you duplicate <laughs> mashed potatoes. If you said, like, I don't know, there'd have to be something in there that's totally different. Cream is like the dairiest part of the mashed potato yeah, recipe. Yeah, but I know your you're you're mashed just, potatoes are dry. It's not. But here, how, what makes you think my mashed potatoes are dry? Uh, hey, Jay. I have a feeling. <laughs> Jay? Yes. I can help you out here if you want me to. Well, give me some options, coach. Here you go. Here, let me, let me, uh, I'm going to help you out here real quick. I'm using one of my lifelines. I'm calling in my advisor. Here's what I would say to you, Jay. All right, Kia, round me out. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do here real quick. Kia, I'm here. What do you got? got? Jay, you want to trade out of the mashed potatoes and take garlic roasted red potatoes? Oh, okay. Yeah, he's right. So I've just talked to my advisor, Keyshawn mm-hmm. Johnson, who's also hosting this great show. And also doing analysis. Yes, I'm going with the, the um, garlic roasted potatoes. Good, good, good call. Yes, I, I, I change out of my pick and go with the garlic roasted potatoes. I think you trusted your staff. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I trust my sources. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's a nice pick. I'm going with Chef Key on this one. Roast. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now the staff is they, you know, they, they took pumpkin pie. The one, and fit the one their team Key is not consulting. It's the KJM staff. Took, here, here comes the corn casserole. Thanks. Here we go. Oh thanks. God no. Here we go. Corn with, uh, casserole with the KJM pick. staff is on the. On the Yates is now. Yates is going to quit. He's going to resign if they take corn casserole. With the four, with our with the KJM's fourth pick in this draft. We're taking cranberry sauce. Out oh, of see, I like cranberry oh, I sauce. But that, I wanted that's that good, one. Okay. I wanted that one. Ah. That's how you double back. I'm not gonna lie. I, I didn't think anybody was gonna choose. I thought I'd get that Me in too. later rounds. I was gonna, that was gonna be my last. Okay, pick. so here, so so who, so here's the question though. Mm-hmm. 
Is it the right one? Yes. Is it the right one? Right. Here comes Key no, with the Cajun that. style with the cranberry sauce. Is it Ocean Spray? Yes. Or is it my mother made it? Because she went to Whole Foods and bought the berries. The ones, that's really what I want to know. The that look Whole like it's still food. in the can when it's out the can, Key. That joint. That, uh, th- that's what I'm saying. So, you know, what, which cranberry sauce is it that's is just, up for grabs? Do you like the cranberry sauce out of the can? Or do you like the homemade cranberry sauce? Homemade. I need to know who's making the executive decision for their team. Is that Yates? Because I hear James Steele announcing all their picks. Well, you know. He's, well, you know he's how it is, mesh. Jay. I'm the CEO. No, of organization. Yeah. Okay, who's on the clock? <laughs> you got. Are we doing it all now? Are we doing two more rounds now? No, we're done. Yeah, I think all we're right. done. We're coming back. It. All right, we have a sports center, guys, and uh, damn, honey baked ham uh, selection by Key. I really can taste it. I'm hungry. Keyshawn J. Willemax. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. You're on ESPN Radio. If you click more on the lower right hand corner of the app, scroll down to Live Radio. We're portable. Um. Justin Fields, Justin Fields, Jay, if you had to redo the draft, he's going one overall, isn't he? It's not even a question. It's not a question. Is it a question, Key? Is it still too early to say Justin Fields over Trevor Lawrence if you had to take a number one overall pick? Urban Meyer may still have a job if he would have taken Justin Fields number one overall to the Jacksonville Jaguars, believe it or not. He may have still had a job because he could have just – rolled and implemented some of the stuff that he did in college at Ohio State right into the program. Right. And he wouldn't have had to deal with all – you know what I'm saying? Yup. Like it probably would have been stuff. a different situation, even though Urban probably would have still been acting a certain way. Fields would have bailed been, him out in certain ways. It would have been yep. a little bit different. Yep. You know what I'm saying? He would have bailed him out a little bit with a bad team. And, and, and maybe some people would have been like, oh, okay, well, you know. You know how that goes. I do. You yeah, win so, yes. four or five games, yeah. just enough. You, yeah. Right, exactly, exactly. Uh, I think if you redo that draft, I agree, Jay. Because think of it, coming out of high school, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields were 1A and 1B. And really, the reason Trevor Lawrence is 1A is he's six foot six, right? Like you can see uh, that, that stuff. It's like the NBA draft, Jay. Why did Yao Ming go one? He's seven foot six. He's the, the height plays, right? At the quarterback position. I stood next to the guy. At the quarterback position, the height plays. And, 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 but, but like Justin no, Fields tra- then started to fall down the draft board. Well, that's the trick in the draft, Jay. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Max is when they fall in love, you got to remember, they fell in love with Trevor Lawrence as a rookie. I mean, as a freshman coming out of high school. They fell in love with him. They said he's going to be the number one overall pick way back his freshman year. They forecast four years later. And so it never got away from him because he was on a solid team and he always did all the right things and Clemson was solid in championships and everything was good. And he fit what a quarterback traditionally was supposed to be. You know what else as you're saying that? Deshaun Watson, best player on the field, loses the national title game. Best player on the field, wins the national title game consecutive years. Trevor Lawrence follows him into the program, and they sl- like they destroy in the national title game. So, and, and it was so quick, it was like, oh, my God, it's Deshaun Watson 2.0. It's, he's like bigger and even better than Deshaun Watson. That label stuck with him. So even as Joe Burrow whooped him up in the national title game his last season – even as Justin Herbert and the pros became the guy that everyone said Trevor Lawrence was supposed to be, people couldn't get that out of their minds. And then yeah. 
Trevor Lawrence flashes enough to make you think, oh, maybe he could do it. Uh, let's he bring pro- Chris. Let's bring- he probably could do it, Jay. Let's yeah, bring right. Chris Canty in this conversation from Canty and Carlin on ESPN. CC, what do you think about that? Do you think if Justin Fields, if we could do this draft all over again, would he go number one in the draft? Yeah, I think it's obvious, guys. I mean, if you look at Justin Fields over the last five games, he's got the fourth best QBR, and he's accounted for 15 touchdowns to only three turnovers. I mean, what the guy's been capable of doing with the supporting cast that he has or lack thereof has been nothing short of impressive. And that's what you're looking for in year two, for guys to be able to make that jump to show their evolution as a player and specifically as a quarterback in Justin Fields' case. And I think in terms of his ascension in his career arc, you can make the case that he's shown the most promise out of any of the quarterbacks in the 2021 draft class. Chris, I want you to follow me here on this this situation. It is Thanksgiving, and it's 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 uh, you know we're talking about food and we're talking about all sorts of things. But I want you to give me an analogy and compare Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. To I want you to tell me which one of these turkeys is Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. You got a traditional turkey, just a normal turkey. You got a smoked turkey, and you got a deep fried turkey. Which one of these turkeys are these two guys? Well, I mean, I'd say Justin Fields is the fried turkey. Even though turkey is not my preferred bird on Thanksgiving, I'm more of a duck guy, I would go with Justin Fields as the fried turkey, and I would go with Trevor Lawrence as the Cajun turkey. Trevor Lawrence got a little more spice in his game than a lot of people want to give him credit for. I, I, I watched this guy up close and personal, not only at Clemson, but in the state of Georgia where he smashed all of Deshaun Watson's high school records. So Trevor Lawrence can ball. But we have to give Trevor some grace because of the situation that he stepped into. And I guess you could say the same for Justin Fields because Matt Nagy was on the hot seat when they drafted him. But in terms of being able to turn that corner, it's clear that Justin Fields has been able to do that quicker than Trevor Lawrence. CC, I know you said before that you think they should wrap Justin Fields up in bubble wrap. We only got about a minute left. But can you further expound upon that? Well, here's the thing. I don't want to put him out there with a dislocated shoulder or a separated shoulder because I know that Justin Fields – health being compromised is not going to lead to anything positive for the franchise. I don't want this guy to fall into any bad habits, and I don't want him to be at further risk of injury. So I look at it from this standpoint. You don't have the people in place to properly protect him. That's why you're so reliant on quarterback design runs. That's why he has to do so much with his legs. He is the most contacted quarterback by far in the National Football League. He's contacted at over 42%. Number two on that list is Marcus Mariota at 33%. Guys, he's been sacked 40 times already on the season. I don't need to jeopardize Justin Fields' health both in the short term and long term. The most important thing is that I go into the offseason knowing that I got my franchise quarterback and that this guy is healthy going into 2023. It's an offseason, by the way, where Ryan Poles has the number three overall pick as it stands right now and over $100 million in cap space. You know, I, I, I agree with you to some degree, uh, Chris, that, that if he can't go, you don't put him out on the field. But at the same time, I believe that he needs the reps. Now, if he's banged up and he can't go, he can't go. But if yeah. he's capable of going, you put him out on the field, maybe you change some of the things that you do from an offensive standpoint on the RPO game, calling runs specifically for him, and maybe you don't drop him back nearly as much. And I go back to – Looking in the history in the NFL, and I remember when I was playing Peyton Manning, two years, got beat to death for two years. 
but it turned out okay for him at the end of the day because he learned the NFL game. And I know Justin Fields had flashed for us, and we're excited about the things that he's been able to flash and do, but giving him the necessary reps, giving him consistency out there on the football field with his teammates and being able to see things clearly, I think young quarterbacks, they need that if they're capable of going and playing. Well, Key, you're not wrong. You get better at football by playing football, but I would push back and say the quality of the reps is just as important, if not more important. If you're talking about the guy's health being compromised, what happens in terms of the quality of those reps? Is he relying on his fundamentals? Is he trying to execute the game plan that Luke Getze and, and Matt Eberflus put together? Or is the guy just trying to survive the game? And I don't want him to fall into any bad habits as a result of trying to compensate for dealing with the dislocated shoulder. And then also, Key, I'm not sure that you can script a game plan where you can limit some of the things that Justin Fields is going to do instinctively. The second reaction plays, when the pocket breaks down, this guy deciding to flush and use his legs to buy time. I, I don't know that you can remove all of that from his game by just simply not calling more design runs. I, I just, I, I just, I look at it from the standpoint of it's not worth the risk, uh, and so that's why I would potentially put Justin Fields on the shelf for the remainder of the season because I've got all the answers that I needed to know. They came into this year wanting to know if they had a franchise quarterback. They got that. They got that answer, and it was an emphatic yes. Now you're in a position with a top five pick in 2023 in a quarterback-rich draft where you could potentially trade back and get more draft capital. But the last thing that you want to do as an organization is potentially put Justin Fields at risk in terms of the start of the 2023 season with any future injuries. Especially the Bears been waiting for a great quarterback, like, basically forever. Chris Canty, before we let you go, do you have more faith? We talk a lot about in the AFC, the Chiefs, the Bills, the Dolphins, the Ravens. Right. Um, do you have more faith in the Bengals or the Titans getting out of the AFC? I would say the Bengals because I have more faith in their quarterback. Are, are, you, are you caping for Ryan Tannehill, Max? Nope. I like the Bengals, nope. too, for the same reason. Okay, that's what I'm saying. I, I just saw it last year. The guy beat the Kansas City Chiefs twice in a matter of six weeks and was able to take his team to the Super Bowl. When's the last time Cincinnati won a playoff game? You mean uh, Tennessee? No, I'm talking about Cincinnati. Cincinnati last year, they won. No, I'm talking about before last year. Oh, right. A million years. That's my point. A million years. That's my point. So I I have more faith in Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals being able to to go on a deep playoff run than I do the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, Joe Burrow, I mean, like, the thing that Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson and Justin Herbert and that whole conference, all the young quarterbacks are trying to do is get past Mahomes into the Super Bowl. Only guy who's done it is Tom Brady. Right? And Joe Burrow. Burrow's yeah. already done that. All right. That is Chris Canty, co-host of Canty and Carlin. Talk soon, Chris. Happy Thanksgiving. All right, guys. Happy, Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, buddy. No My movement in the top duck. four of the college football playoff rankings. No, what's wrong with Duck, Key? Uh, that's one. I just I don't know. Oh, I like Duck. Key's Trojans, by the way, sitting at number six. Yes, Will that they is correct. be able to sneak into the playoff? We're gonna yes, we're talk gonna go about to the front that. door. I, I agree with that. We're gonna talk about that next. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space 
to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Winning word, by the way, of the hour, everybody, is turkey. T-U-R-K-E-Y. Text triple seven triple zeros. You get that money. You to win 2500 bucks. We're giving away $10,000 a day through the end of the show, December 7th. We've already given away $92,500. What? what? So, guys, there's been no change in the top four in the college football playoff rankings. One Georgia, two Ohio State, three Michigan, four TCU. Keys Trojans sitting at six right behind a two-loss LSU team. So in this scenario, what team would miss out on the playoffs, okay? 13-0 Ohio State. Nope. 13-0 TCU. 12-1 USC, but Pac-12 champs. 11-2 LSU, two losses, but SEC champ. 12 and 1 Georgia non champ. Who misses out, Key? Uh, <clears throat> I would think it would have to be Georgia who would miss out because they, they're not the SEC champ if this was the scenario, right? I mean, that's just what it is. They, they say that you need to win your conference to, to be in the Final Four. So if that's the case, stick to it. If that's one of the criteria after you look at everything else, how could you not? keep to what you say. I mean, what, why would you change? I know Alabama did it in 2017, but that was under different circumstances. I don't believe that you had this type of stacked teams with these type of records right up against each other. And then for Georgia to lose to LSU, who are you going to punish? You're going to punish who? I, I love the. I, was, I would love the chaos, Jay, but to me – I would still me, give it to Georgia. I, I still can't give it to LSU, a two-loss team. Yeah, even if LSU found a way to win the game key, even if they were a conference champs, you feel still feel like – you know, the committee's so subjective in all this. And even yeah, though there's certain but, criteria that you have established as president, like I still think they would take Georgia. But why would you take Georgia unless you beat them? They beat them head-to-head fair and square. How could you're you're take, right, Key. That's what makes it messy. But in the end, you have to ask yourself in the hierarchy of what's important. Win, 
They didn't win their championship. But then, Kia, I would ask you, like, even if they were to get a loss, who would you think is a better team? Who would – well, the team that beat them. I would think yeah. LSU, they beat them, so they would be the better team. Here's the problem. But Once that's not even a hiccup. Loss, How about if, if you have a one-loss team that doesn't get in in favor of a two-loss team in the same conference, what you've now done is eliminated the regular season as a double elimination tournament. That's what's well, that's so great about that's the regular ready to happen season. anyway, though, Max. Yeah, I, you I, might be right about that. I might be that's holding ready on to happen something. Anyway, that's... you cannot. If you tell me that one of the criteria is the fact that you're supposed to win your championship in your conference and Georgia does not, or Ohio State and Georgia. What if Ohio State loses to Michigan and Georgia loses to LSU? Now, what you gonna do? Right. What's what, what you gonna do then? Well, no, Ohio State needs to be Michigan in the Big Ten championship. You know, eight key. No, Ohio before State we get out of here, key. To the Big how Ten confident are you? We got thirty go. seconds, yeah. key. How confident are you? SC's in. I think they'll get in. I, I mean, that's all I can say. I don't, I'm confident. Hell, what else am I gonna say? Right. I th- I agree with you. I think there's a good chance. How could they? Not USC get in? is four. We're going to win the Pac-12 championship. Right. We travel well. Uh-huh. We travel. Yep. So I think that's one of the criteria. Say what you will about Lincoln Riley and the defense. He's like, Mike D'Antoni. Meantime, those offenses get him in the playoff. <laughs> that's the truth. How much do the Jets regret taking Zach Wilson over Justin Fields right now? We got that next. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.